Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Katrina Fava, uh, your messy living expert. <laughs> I like to live messily, and it's getting more and more fun every day to embrace messy life and choosing and seeing what shows up. So thanks for joining me. Um, uh, it is Monday morning in Toronto, but thank you for listening wherever you are at whatever time, today or in the future. I'm happy to have you here. If you're listening live and you'd like to join us in the chat room, you I would love to uh, play with you here on atazen.fm. You can find a little chat room link up at the top of the screen, uh, or you can call in and chat with me or ask some questions. So I am your messy living expert. I'm also uh, a mom of three awesome kids who are 11, 8, and uh, 5. <laughs> Almost forgot there for a second. Uh, I'm also a registered nurse. I work at uh, Toronto's Sick Kids Hospital. Um, and I teach nursing, and I teach infant massage classes, and I teach um, groove dance, and I do a whole bunch of cool stuff. Um, and I like to live messily with my hands in lots of different pots. So that's what you're getting when you're on the show with me. So today we are talking about something really fun. We're talking about happy holiday obligations. Oh, joy. So we're approaching Christmas, and um, this is often a really funky time for a lot of people. And uh, I was flipping through Facebook one day, and I was looking at all the merry... Merry, happy, happy, Christmas, joy, joy posts and wondering um, how much of those were actually real and how much of those were a little bit of a put of a, of a you know, like a, a what do you call that? I want to say a put on, but like so. And also, I was aware that um, I, I've been doing a little bit of that, too. So I decided to do the show. So um, are you feeling the holiday crunch? Stressed out about visiting family attending holiday parties that you're not actually interested in? Are you racking up credit card debt to keep up with gift-giving obligations? Oh, yeah, sounds joyful. Do you know something else is possible, but you don't want to be the one to do something different? Remember what the holidays were like when you were a kid, when you just received the joy of it all? When did that change? And would you be willing to choose that again? Even if it's uncomfortable at first. Join me for a candid conversation about getting out of the annoyance of the holidays. So here we are. So I have a confession to make. Over the last few years, I have not really enjoyed Christmas very much. I'll tell you. I do like Christmas and it's fun. But the last few years, I've noticed that it's actually been really stressful for me. And I'm looking at like, what can I do to change this? Because I... You know, I would like to really enjoy Christmas with my family and not be so stressed and so time const and really feel the time constraints and the pressures and the obligations. So, 
Yeah, I, uh, Rio in the chat room says, I love the holidays in spite of all the weirdness that comes up. Yeah, I do too. And, you know, what would it take to really enjoy them um, and not be at the effect of all the weirdness that comes up for so many people? So um, thanks for that comment, Rio. I think I'm going to go with that first. And the first thing I wanted to talk about was a tool from a modality called Access Consciousness, which is a modality that I use, uh, the tools of which I use in my day-to-day life. And if you'd like some information, you can go to accessconsciousness.com. One of the tools is um, who does this belong to? And it is got to be in your back pocket, especially during the holiday season. So the tool basically talks about Um, The idea behind this tool is that we're actually extremely aware. We're very, very psychic. Um, All of us are. And not, you know, necessarily in the crystal ball kind of psychic. We're so aware of other people's thoughts, emotions, um, and everything that's happening around us. So at Christmas time, especially, the intensity of emotion that's in the world um, in so many different ways is so thick that it's really, um, it can be uncomfortable and we might find ourselves going, wow, I don't know why I'm so stressed. I don't know why I'm so sad. I don't know why I'm so, um, you know, angry. So if you really look at the complexity of emotions and thoughts and feelings that goes on, the wide range of that that goes on for people over the holidays, it's really happiness is just one small part of it. You know, how many people are stressed? Okay, that's an easy one. How many people, you know, feel obligated? Okay, that's an easy one. Uh, How many people are so sad during this time of year? Um, How many people have lost a loved one? How many people, you know, recently, right before the holidays? But also how many people are thinking and missing all the people who are not in their lives anymore, people who may have passed away, people who have moved away to other countries, um, you know, people who just aren't in their lives anymore. So the intensity of emotion can be huge. And so when you use this tool, who does this belong to? For every thought, feeling, and emotion, if you ask that question, the idea is that it, it um, most likely will get lighter. If it get li- gets lighter, it doesn't even belong to you. So you can just say return to sender. And when you return to sender, you just kind of send it back out into the universe. You're not really directing it back at whoever it came from um, because it's just kind of this collective, you know, we're all picking up each other's emotions, so who does it even belong to anyways? So, you know, if you like, you can start with just that tool. It would, a lifesaver, says Rhonda in the chat room. Yes, it, it can really be a lifesaver, especially in this time of year. So, you know, if you like, try it out. Um, it's really simple. You just have to ask. You don't even have to say it out loud. Who does this belong to? Or I find that um, sometimes if I ask, is this mine? It's even more effective because sometimes when I ask myself, who does this belong to? I tend to go into my head and I tend to try to figure out who it belongs to. And that's not the idea behind this tool. The idea behind this tool is just to make you aware that it's not yours. So for any thought, any feeling, any emotion, anything at all, that anything in your body even that comes up for you, right? how many people's bodies are hurting during Christmas? They're standing, they're doing lots of baking, they're running around doing lots of shopping. So many people are getting sick. So even for something in your body, you can ask, is this mine? 
um, and keep asking it um, and as it lightens up. So, now, yes, so I was looking at this, you know, talking about this show and wondering what, when did that, when did this all change for me? When did I really stop uh, enjoying the holidays? And I was looking at, and, and you, actually, it was really funny because what came up for me was what initially, like my instant awareness was when I started, when I when I began, when I got a job and I started buying gifts, <laughs> and then went, oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> but it's, I don't really judge myself too much anymore, so that's okay. Um, and I so I started to look at how quickly gift giving started to turn into obligation for me. And so everywhere that you're, okay, so everywhere you're judging yourself because you really like to receive, but you hate to buy, can you please destroy it and create all of that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So that crazy thing that I just said is called the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. Um it is a way to uh, just destroy all the crap that's behind some energy that comes up when we talk about something. And if you would like some more information about it, you can go to www.theclearingstatement.com. Um, but we're going to be using it throughout the show. So, yeah, so how much of you actually really love receiving and and hate the obligation of buying? And then how many of you are actually making yourself wrong for that? Because, you know, how often do we hear it's it's um, more blessed to give than it is to receive. And <clears throat> and it's not that it's it's not that it's um, it's not that that's not true, because giving can be amazing um, and it can be so much so wonderful to give. And it can give you such a wonderful sense of, of um, connection with someone to give. Yesterday, I saw something on um, I saw a video of this. I don't even know what the commercial, it was a commercial and it was about um, people in a public place and there was this big contraption that you could like pick up the phone and talk to Santa and Santa says, I have a gift for you and this gift drops out. And <clears throat> and so then Santa says, wait, but the gift's not for you. And the people are like, oh, what do you mean the gift's not for me? And then Santa on the phone says, I want you to go and give this, just go and give this gift to a random stranger. See that guy in the black shirt over there? Go, go, run, run, go and give it to him. And and so the, then the person was like, the first people were like, okay, so they like tap the person on the shoulder and just give them a gift and just this random stranger. And it was great to watch actually um, how that initial like, oh, this gift is not for me, changed so quickly into joy and the joy of like just watching the person get this unexpected random gift as they're walking around. And, um, you know, it really made me aware, again, of the simultaneity of gifting and receiving and how much do we receive when we're gifting. Um, it, and it's wonderful. And I get that whole thing that uh, it's, you know, more blessed to gift than it is to receive. And, you know, you know, what does more mean? But it is really awesome to be able to gift, especially when the person on the other side of it can totally receive what it is that you're giving, right? Um, but that's often not the case during Christmas. So, or, or you know, I mean, we're talking about all holidays, but 
um, Christmas coming up, so we're gonna we're gonna just call it Christmas for now. But when you're giving gifts during any of the holidays, Hanukkah, um, Kwanzaa, any of those gifts, even even birthdays, really, um, that sense of that what I just described, that sense of joy, the simultaneity of gifting and receiving, so often is not there anymore because we're gifting from obligation. And we're gifting from just a sense of, like, I have to. And so I'm a really big word nerd. And so um, I, I've been getting really excited about looking up words now, in the in, looking up the etymology of words. And I looked, looked up the word obligation. So I'm going to tell you what I found. So these are um, – the, the etymology is, like, the study of words from, you know, centuries ago to find the original meaning of words. And the idea is that when you look at the – original meaning of a word, you can really tap into the energy of what, what the word meant when it was first created. Um, and obligation is a binding um, of binding with promises or by law or duty. So when I, when I read that definition, does that feel light and fluffy? <laughs> Or does it feel like a ton of bricks? Um, of binding, binding with promises or by law or duty. So heavy, right? So when you feel obligated to buy a gift, how much do you feel bound? Bound to this gift giving, bound to the traditions during Christmas, bound to your family, um, you know, bound to going to church. <laughs> And so everything that is everywhere, you're bound to Christmas and bound to Kwanzaa and bound to Hanukkah and all the holidays. Will you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Yes, Rhonda, bound to tradition. Exactly. And when we come back to the from our break, we're going to actually, I'm going to tell you what I found when I looked up traditions. Very interesting. Wait till you hear. <laughs> so you are listening to Messy Adventures in Living on A to Zen FM. Our show today is called Happy Holiday Obligations. Oh joy. Stay tuned. We'll be right back to talk about traditions. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head. 
that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava, and today we are talking about happy holiday obligations. Oh, joy. So before we went to the break, we were talking about a tool from Access Consciousness called Who Does This Belong To? And I just want to recap and read something in the chat room. So basically, this is a tool that um, is designed to get you aware that you're extremely psychic and that it's very easy for you to pick up on other people's shit basically, <laughs> um, that we're all very psychic and aware and we're constantly picking up on each other's uh, thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and that this is particularly, it can be particularly intense at certain times of the year, and the holidays is one of them, um, because of the huge variety of emotions and thoughts and feelings and stuff going on in people's bodies at this time. And Rhonda in the chat room um, was just saying that as a single woman by choice, um, she is so aware of all of the folks that are sad because they don't have a partner at this time of year and they really want one. So it's been a really interesting awareness that I have to be diligent about asking who does this belong to. Yeah, so, um, you know, how how much you know, the holidays are so much about sharing time or spending time with other people, um, you know, having a partner, having a husband or a wife or a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And if you don't have one, then how sad are you? So another tool I'll give you from Access Consciousness is called Interesting Point of View. And this is the idea that everything is just interesting. It's not good or bad or right or wrong. It's neither of those. It's just interesting. So everywhere that you've decided that Christmas is about family, that Christmas is about spending time with other people, can you just see that as an interesting point of view? And can you destroy and uncreate everything that brings up? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What if Christmas could be about you? What if Christmas could be about celebrating the joy of birth and the joy of... What if it could just be about celebrating joy? And who says you need other people to have joy? Who says? If you're by yourself, would it, wouldn't it be wonderful to treat yourself to something really special during the holiday season? Okay, I'm a mom of three, right? I'm a really busy girl, by choice. I like it. But 
I'll be honest, sometimes the thought of spending Christmas by myself, yeah, it's kind of exciting. It is. <laughs> it, it's, it's kind of, I would like to try just one year and <laughs> just see what that's like. You know, like, could treat my, you know what I would do? I would buy myself a beautiful new coat. And Christine McIver, who's the, who's the owner of A to Zen, has this amazing white coat that I just can't keep my eyes off. And there's just something so sexy about this white coat. And I think I would, I would love to go out and treat myself to like this beautiful winter coat and some seriously sexy boots and go out and enjoy a nice walk in the snow. I have to make sure I'm really warm because I don't like to be cold. And like, you know, go out somewhere where the Christmas trees are all lit up and it's sparkly and I think it would be kind of cool and like come home and drink some champagne and listen to Christmas carols. I I actually really would enjoy that. I really would, at least for one. <laughs> so, you know, who says that you have to be sad at Christmas if you're not with someone else? So, interesting point of view is another tool you can you can um use. And please use this tool is this mine? Who does this belong to? If you get nothing else out of this radio show, that one's got to be in your back pocket. It can really change a lot of stuff for you. <clears throat> um, so we were um, we were we were beginning to talk about obligation, and um, I, the word nerd in me is look, looking up um, the etymology of the word obligation, which means to um, a binding of binding with promises or by law or duty, so not fun, not light, um, very heavy when you when you get the energy of that word. And then I also looked up the word tradition, and look at what I found. So tradition is um, from the late 13th century, a delivery, surrender, um, a handing down, a giving up. Kind of interesting. I didn't really expect to see some of those words there. And then, you know what I saw right underneath the word tradition? The word traitor. Right underneath. And now, look at what it says. One who betrays a trust or duty, which we also heard in the word obligation, a deliverer, a surrenderer. So tradition talks about delivering and surrendering. And Trader talks about delivering and surrendering. Interesting, huh? So everywhere you have decided that you're a trader, if you don't do holiday obligations and you don't do holiday traditions, can you please destroy and uncreate all that shit? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all night, shorts, boys, and beyonds. <laughs> so if you're laughing, <laughs> it's... uh. It, it, it probably means that this is true for you. <laughs> so again, another tool um, that we, we use in Access Consciousness is that if something is light, if something feels light for you, it's true for you. And if something is heavy, it's a lie. So just perceive the energy of these words and tap into the light and heavy of them. Obligation. Tradition. Traitor. So what is it about traditions? Traditions are, um, and I'm not making traditions wrong, by the way. So interesting point of view is just um, no right, no wrong, just interesting. Traditions can be fun. Traditions can be awesome. Um, 
it's when we attach so much significance to them and we attach so much obligation to them to the point where we cannot do anything else that it starts to become a limitation. So if you love holiday traditions, then it's great. Enjoy them. Absolutely go for it. They're not, I'm not making traditions wrong. But just check in with the energy of are you doing, <clears throat> excuse me, are you doing tradition? And interesting that I'm using the word doing. Are you um, doing the traditions from a sense of obligation or are you doing them because you truly enjoy them? So Eleanor in the chat room says, hand down equals belongs to someone else. Yeah, exactly. And and then Rhonda says, are we just buying them as ours? <clears throat> because. Yes. So are, have you, so how many of the traditions do you actually enjoy and how much of them have you just bought from your family, from your friends, from your ancestors? Um, so what are some holiday traditions? So in my family, um, baking uh, is one of them. It's huge. So I, you know, when I lived, when I was a kid, I lived with my, my mom was a single mom and I lived with my grandparents and my aunt, who was kind of like my sister. She's a couple years old, a few years older than me. Uh, Christine says pies and butter tarts. Mm, yummy. Um, and, you know, baking and food was uh, a big part of Christmas. And, um, <clears throat> and I personally, as a, as a kid, really, really enjoyed it. And I was, I was thinking about how our holiday traditions in my family were not complex. They were very, 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 very simple. And as a kid, I really enjoyed the feeling that I was getting at Christmas. Um, and when I looked at it just last night, what I actually really loved about the holidays was that we were present with each other. Wow, that's bringing up some emotion for me. Everything that is... <laughs> Everything that is and everything that is for all of you out there, the presence, how much are you missing the presence of your family and that sense of connectedness and the sense of like dropping all the busy and actually being with people and being in communion with each other. Will you please just try and create all that? Right around good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow. So, yeah, so for me, it was the presence of my family. Um, my mom wasn't working just a sense of presence. It wasn't just about bodies being in the same house because we were always together anyways. So we never really, we didn't have a lot of extended family. So for us, there was none of this, like there was not so much visiting. We did a little bit of it, but there wasn't any of this, like go to this, you know, grandma's house and then go to this, uh, the other grandma's house and this side of the family and that side of the family. So there was just us. It was just my mom and my grandparents and my aunt and my brother. So we were always together, but it was a very different sense of, of presence. During Christmas, we spent time together in a different way. We would, um, you know, stay up late and 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 um, like play games together. We would sit around at the table and just play cards and play, you know, we used to play Trivia Pursuit and like listen to music. Wow. <laughs> and... Um, and that's what I loved so much. And that's what I think I'm aware is missing um, for me, at least today. It's different. There's more hustle and bustle for me at Christmas. Um, I'm trying to split up my time between, um, you know, my, my, my mom and dad and my husband's mom and his family. 
And, you know, I have three kids and we're shuffling each other back and forth and we're splitting up our time. So everywhere you're dividing, splitting time during Christmas and everywhere you're splitting yourself, everywhere you're splitting up yourself and dividing up yourself into parts for other people, can we please destroy and uncreate all of that? Wow, times of a zillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow. Yeah. So, yes, so for me, the traditions, I think, is what I I decided that it was those traditions that are important. So I want to, like, carry through those traditions, the baking, the specific cookies that my grandma used to make, and pull those through time. And actually, I think what I really desire is the presence and the connection that um, I had with my family. Wow, cool. So let's um, let's take a break. Um, you are listening to Messy Adventures in Living on AtoZen.fm. We are having a really cool conversation about happy holiday obligations. Oh joy! Um, and the energy of that is already changing. So <clears throat> please join us again uh, as we take a break on AtoZen.fm. We'll be back soon. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001, 0625 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm 
You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more messy adventures. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with myself, Petrina Fava, your messy living expert host. So, so today our show is um, Happy Holiday Obligations, Oh Joy, and we've been talking over the last half hour about um, the word obligation and um, the word tradition and what it means when we look up the etymology of those words and we found some interesting things, most of them very heavy and not particularly light and fluffy at all. So, um, And we were just talking before we went to break about... Um, uh, you know, I was looking at when I was a kid and the, the traditions that we that we used to do were extremely simple, like the things that um, were traditions for our family were basically a lot of cooking and baking and playing of games. Um, and I was just talking about actually when I was really looking at this yesterday in preparation for the show, what I desire to ha- to have continue what I miss about that, what I've been desiring to try to bring forth with under the guise almost of traditions, like almost under the guise of the baking, is actually the presence that we had together as a family um, that I loved so much when I was a kid. It wasn't so much about the cookies, although they were really good and I really liked them. Um, it was more about the fact that I really was aware that the people in my family were very present. We were very present with each other in a different way. Um, So, you know, what would it take to have that again? And, you know, what would it take to drop, to really choose to drop all the hustle and the bustle that we feel obligated to do during this time and actually really be present with with ourselves, first of all, because how can you be present with others if you're not present with yourself? So um, to be present with ourselves and also to be very present with those around us that that we're sharing our our lives with. Um, You know, I I mean, again, I'm a mom, so I think of all the moms out there who are trying so hard to give their kids a good Christmas and trying so hard to create, like young families who are trying so hard to create their own traditions, So, um, and getting really tangled up in that and making it really significant. And, you know, what if you didn't have to you know, try to make a a tradition? And what if you didn't have to, like, you know, look on Pinterest and find, you know, a tradition? And what if you didn't have to do the whole off-on-the-shelf thing um, unless it was fun? So what if you could ask every Christmas, what would be fun for us to do? What would be fun for me to do with my partner, with my family, with myself even? Um, What would be fun... And everywhere that you have decided that um, if you do something once, you have to do it every time, like bound by that sense of tradition, meaning it has to be every single Christmas this way and it can't change, rather than asking every time and choosing every time, what would be fun this year? What would be fun this year? What could I do this year? Who could I meet this year? Who could I play with this year? And just see what shows up and just enjoy would you please, everything that does not allow you to choose what would be fun every every year, every 10 seconds even, will you please just join and create all of that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. 
So um, I wanted to look. I wanted to look at gift giving, and um, so you know, what points of view do you have about giving gifts? And I talked earlier in the show about um, this commercial that I saw where there was this automatic dispensing machine, and um, it was just giving out a present that you then had to go run to to someone. It was like in a mall or some public place and just randomly give. And it was really cool to watch the joy that happened between strangers as they were just handing over a gift. And at one point, one of them went, what's in there? And the other person was like, I don't know. <laughs> they were like so excited and they had no idea what even was in the box and, and the joy that they had um, as they were opening it. So what if gift giving could be like that again? So, you know, what are, what, what are some of the ways that we give gifts from obligation? So here's what comes up for me. Um, I have to spend a certain amount of money in order for the gift to be valid. So if I find something that I love for someone and it's only $10, that's not good enough. I need to spend $100 or $50. Um, I have to spend more money on my husband because he's my husband. And I can't spend more money on my friend that I do on my husband because that would be wrong. So, you know, it would be terrible if I bought my girlfriend this extravagant gift and then only gave my husband a $20 gift. So these are just some points of view that are coming up. Um, You know, what... um, Oh, here. uh, Here's the other one. So practical. Yesterday I posted, I saw something on Facebook and I posted it um, and it was the nativity scene. It was so funny. So it's the nativity scene and the there are three women standing beside, you know, baby Jesus and Joseph and Mary and one of them is giving diapers and the other one is giving casseroles for a week and the other one is giving formula and the caption underneath is after the three wise men left, the three wiser women came, or something like that. And I thought, wow, isn't that interesting? So um, the women, so the wise men brought Jesus, frankincense, and myrrh, right? Which at the time were these highly prized, um, highly prized things, very valuable, extremely valuable gifts that were fit for a king. And this image, here's these wiser women bringing practical gifts, like give me a break, uh, why don't we give them? Why don't we give these people some diapers and some casseroles and some formula already? And never mind the frankincense and the myrrh. And I thought, well, that's interesting. So everywhere we've decided that our gifts have to be practical, right? So I don't know if that goes for you, but that's been going on for me in my circle family as well. Like, um, I don't want to spend money on something frivolous. Um, I, it needs to be practical. It should be practical. Like, let's give a gift that's practical. So how much fun is it for you to receive a vacuum cleaner? Um, and how much fun is it to receive a beautiful, magical piece of jewelry? It's not really the same, right? Like, yeah, the vacuum cleaner might be practical. Um, so, you know, everywhere you've decided that it's a waste of money if you don't buy something that the person's going to use, if um, the person is going to, it's a waste of money if you buy it and then they don't like it and they regift it. So everywhere you've decided you have to be practical, can you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. 
So Rhonda in the chat room is saying, this year I had so much fun talking to the shelves and having them show me what wanted to go home to people. It created so much ease and the gifts fit the people perfectly. Interesting. So yes, so what if you could ask a question like, if I buy this, will will you know what would this create for this person um would they would they love it would they not love it would it contribute to their lives and then just buy based on awareness and 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 coming out of thought and you know how much are we worried here it is how much are we worried that we're going to be judged for the gift that we give so what comes up for me is mother-in-law so i am very lucky i have a mother-in-law who is pretty awesome and actually she always really likes my gifts, truly, I believe. I, I don't think she's faking it. I think she actually really does like what I choose for her. <laughs> but um, uh, how how many people are stressed about giving, buying that right gift for their mother-in-law and, oh my God, if she hates it, she's going to make my life miserable. <laughs> and everything that brings up, can you just join a cradle? Right and wrong, get a bad pot and pop all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So everywhere you're so afraid to be judged by the gifts that you give rather than just choosing um, choosing, asking a question, and then choosing based on awareness. Um, yes, Rio says, I am not doing gifts this year, and I'm totally okay with that. Last Christmas, I went all out. Yeah, so it is not light for you to buy Christmas gifts, and it's actually really stressful. You know, everywhere you're bound to the gift giving, can you just join and create all that? Right on, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine shorts. Boys and beyonds. And so I wanted to tell you a little story, too, about something that, that occurred for me um, literally just as I um, created the description of this show. So for a long time, I had a, the point of view that... Um, so, so sorry, Becca. So my, my husband has always been the kind of guy who likes to take me shopping for a gift. And even like when we were getting married, he... Um, didn't surprise me with my ring. He's like, please, I would really like it if you chose it. This is a ring you have to wear for your whole life. I really would like you to love it. Um, and I was really upset. I was like, I can't believe this guy. He's so unromantic. He's making me choose my own ring, whatever. So I went, <laughs> so I, so I went out and I chose my own ring. And every year this comes up for us, and I get kind of grumpy about it. And it's like, you know, and I, I judged him for be just being lazy. It's like, well, you're just lazy. You don't want to go out and, and actually put some thought into your gift giving. Like, you just want me to come and choose it. Okay. So this year, um, as I was literally writing, doing the write-up for the show, he walked up to me and said, hey, do you want to go out today and, and um, buy some jewelry for yourself? <laughs> and I went, and like for a millisecond, that judgment came up, and I went, uh-uh, I see you, you sneaky thing. And I said, Yes, I would love that, truly. And we did. And we went out, and I found something I loved, and then he found something that he loved that he said he would would have chosen for me. So I got both of them. I got a very beautiful ring and a very beautiful bracelet. And how the heck does it get even better than that? <laughs> um, so everywhere that you've decided that the way someone gifts something to you has to look a certain way. Um, that it has to that that gifting means something only if it's done in a certain way, and that you can only I was only willing to receive from my husband when he was surprising me with something because I decided that that's how it had to be. Yeah, well, that wasn't really fun for a lot of years. And I tell you, it was much more fun to be able to drop the bullshit and just go, yeah, let's go shopping for jewelry. Hello. 
So everywhere you've decided you can only receive if it's gifted to you in a certain way, will you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So on that note, oh, let me just read what's in the chat room first because I like the chat room. Um, Rio says, I used to buy my own gifts from my ex-husband and even wrap them for myself. I always got what I wanted and he didn't get stressed. Awesome. So like, just do what works. Do what works, and you know, check the energy. Um, and and if you have a husband or a partner that doesn't like to shop, you know, how much fun is it to get all up in a snit? And and how much fun could it be to actually just drop the significance around it and just look at what's what's real and go, cool, I get to choose my own. And you know, maybe they don't even care how much you spend. And so you go out and you like you just go out and you choose your own and you spend whatever amount of money you want and, and you choose something that your body loves. It doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be twisted. It doesn't have to be sad and you don't have to get angry about it. You can look at it and see the gift that it really is. So on that note we're gonna take a break. Stay tuned. We're gonna have some more juicy conversation when we come back about um happy holiday obligations. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be? If you were willing to get messy with your choices. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 33 one 0625 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm you can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com now 
Here's Katrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. We have been talking about holiday obligations, oh joy, um, and changing, shifting things from... Um, shifting things from obligation and tradition and um, this sense of I have to and the judgment around what are people going to think if I don't get the right gift and buying the perfect gift and um, having to, you know, go and see family not by choice but by obligation. So what would it be like to do Christmas, do Christmas? Ah, what would it be like? What if Christmas is not a doing keep saying do and I keep catching myself. So what if Christmas is not a doing and how many of us are doing Christmas rather than being all that Christmas really is? Whatever that is for you. And I'm not even going to try and say what it is. I mean, I could go and define what Christmas is and the birth of Jesus and blah, 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 blah. Whatever Christmas is for you, whatever that is for you. So for me, it's really about, has been about being present Um with my family in a different way. So we'll just go with that. But what would it be like to really be Christmas? Really be it this year? What would it take? Um, and everything that doesn't allow that for you, will you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pop, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And would you be willing to be judged this Christmas? So I often wonder, especially in families, and I'm just talking in the context of family because that's huge for, for me in my life, what would it take to be willing to be judged? And what if everywhere you think you're going to be judged for doing something different is actually the gift that would change everything for you and all of those around you? So how many other people in your life and members of your family, like I just I just look at families and how everybody's doing this obligatory visiting and this, you know, obligatory gift giving and everybody's secretly wishing they didn't have to. Nobody has the balls to actually do it. <laughs> and so what if you're so scared you're going to be judged, but what if you being willing to be the one who's different and stepping up and going, you know what? You guys can do whatever you want. I'm actually not giving gifts this Christmas, and I'm just using that as an example. Or I'm not baking cookies this Christmas, or, you know, we're going to have a potluck this Christmas, or whatever. Everybody brings something. What if when you are willing to be judged for that, everyone else around you breathes an enormous sigh of relief? And what if that is what it would take to change everything for everyone around you? Would you be willing to be that? And everything that does not allow that, will you please destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow, what I, I've had fun doing this um, show today, and I've had actually a whole crap ton of awarenesses for myself. Um, but I wanted to, I wanted to say just over the break, I realized when we were talking earlier about um, the word oblige and binding and bound to oblige is to bind by oath. Um, and so I've just got this awareness of you know, how many of us are connected through all lifetimes, right? So how many how many of the people around us have we shared many lifetimes with? And everywhere we are actually using holiday traditions to keep our families bound together, to keep ourselves bound to these people throughout all lifetimes and dimensions, and to reinforce any oaths 
that we have with these people under the guise of holiday traditions. <laughs> Can you please revoke, recant, rescind, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and create all of those and destroy and create everywhere we're doing that? Yeah, right, wrong, good and bad, pot of fuck, all that shorts, boys and beyonds. That feels sneaky. It's like, <laughs> let's do this like holiday tradition thing. And actually, we're going to feel so guilty and obliged to each other. That's going to be so strong and it's going to get stronger every year, every year, every year, every lifetime. And we just keep sticking together and binding ourselves together through all lifetimes. So funny. <laughs> awesome. So what would it take for this to be different? this year and for all years to come, would you be willing to be the spirit of Christmas, to be Christmas rather than do Christmas and all the doing that's actually required during Christmas? Doing is not a bad thing. Um, what would it take for you to do all the doing <laughs> with ease? What would it take for you to find all the most perfect gifts and the most easy gifts with total ease and um Everything that's done all that, will you destroy and create it all? And also, um, oh, I was going to say something and it's gone. Um, oh, what would, this is what I was going to say. What would it take for you to be and do Christmas from joy, from choice, actually? What would it take to be and do Christmas from joy this year and not from obligation? and not even from tradition, what would it take for you to choose what would work for you and to choose what would be fun rather than to be obliged by tradition? And anywhere you're still worried about judgment, would you be willing to be judged? And it's an interesting point of view that people would judge you because maybe they will be so grateful that you finally stepped up and did something different. So thank you so much for joining me on Messy Adventures in Living. Um, enjoy your holidays, whatever you're, you're celebrating, and I would love it if you join me again next week to talk about some other juicy topic <laughs> that I don't have planned yet because that's just the way I roll. Thank you, everyone. Have a fabulous rest of your day. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life. Mess and